Welcome to SealingGodsPeople.org with your host, Dennis Beard. On the 19th of January, 2019, the Lord visited us, saying, Seal my people by my word. As the angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Upon receiving that word in Transmara, Kenya, Africa, we took that very seriously. We have started podcasts, and of course, the ministry always costs money to get it out. And so we're going to appeal to you, the service of God, to help us, not only with your prayerful support, but your financial support as well. And we're going to see the benefits of this law of giving and receiving. If you've been blessed and you believe this present truth in the preceding word of God, we're going to ask you to become a partner with us in a prayerful support as well as financial And I know the Lord will bless you. The Lord Jesus himself said, Luke 6, 38, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men give unto your bosom. He will cause men to bless you in all that you set your hands to do. You're not a hearer of the word, but you're a doer of the word. And by being a doer of the word, by this you shall be blessed in all things by the deeds that you do. We can't be just a hearer of the word, but a doer. Now, if we take a look in 2 Corinthians, uh, the 8th and the ninth chapter, there's a law of giving and receiving, but I'd like to break it down to those that have an ear to hear to see how you will be blessed by giving to us in this present truth of sealing God's servants in their foreheads. The present truth that God is doing now. Not a Pentecostal word but a tabernacleist, a season far, far, far closer to the coming of the Lord for the night is far spent, the day is at hand. We are at that point, the body of Christ, to take heed for the Lord's coming draweth nigh. In Second Corinthians 8, let's take a look at that, and you'll see that Paul, speaking to the church, said, moreover, brethren, speaking to the church at Corinth, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Now we're going to focus on grace and the various graces here that Paul is going to show us that we can be a partaker of if we obey. Verse two, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy And their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record. Yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. A fellowship of ministering to the saints? the ministry of giving and receiving. And this they did. Not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. That's in their service that they did. Insomuch that we desired Titus that as he had begun, so he would also finish in the same grace also, this grace of ministering to the saints. 
to the body of Christ. Therefore, now this is what we want to pay attention to. As ye abound in everything, in faith. Well, say it's your faith abounding one toward another. And utterance. In other words, the utterance of the oracle speaking the things of God. If any man speak, let him speak the oracles of God. They had that. They had faith. They had utterance and knowledge. They had added to their faith virtue, virtue, knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. These saints had knowledge. And in all diligence, diligently seeking the Lord with all their heart. They were doing many good things, sacrificing of their time and of their faith, utterance, knowledge, sharing, and in in diligence, seeking God with all their heart. And on your love to us, that is to Paul and his and his ministry team, see that you abound in this grace also. There is a grace there of giving. Not just of faith, not just of utterance, not just of knowledge, not just of diligence, but of giving, giving of your finances, giving not only of your time and sacrifice, but of your finances. That's where your treasure is. There is your heart also. There we see that Paul is stating, don't fail of this grace, this grace of giving. Not just faith, utterance, knowledge, and diligence, but of your giving of your finances to the support of the ministry. I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love. How do you prove your love for the gospel of Jesus Christ? He that seeth his brother need hath this world of goods, shutteth up his bowels of compassion. How dwelleth the love of God in you? Well, we know that. Everyone knows that if you see your brother need and you have the ability to help, then by all means do. But now he's talking about a ministration of giving and receiving this grace, that you would be partakers of this grace also. It proves the sincerity of your love. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, there he owned all the the world and the fullest thereof is his. He owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. Yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. And herein I give my advice. Now, Paul, full of the Holy Ghost, is advising us in this ministration of giving and receiving. This is expedient for you who have begun before, not only to do, but also to be forward a year ago. You were going to give. You were going to give your finances a year ago. You had opportunity, but you did not follow on in doing it. Now, therefore, perform the doing of it. That as there was a readiness of will, so there may be a performance also out of that which you have. In other words, we say, well, we pray for you, Brother Beard, your team, uh, the DBM team. Uh, if you've got this word, take it to Africa, India, Pakistan, uh, the United States as well, uh, Nicaragua, etc. But we have to have your help. It's not enough just to say and bless us in prayers, 
but also to do a performance of it, to give, to support us, not just in prayerful support, but in financial support as well as the proof of the sincerity of your love for the gospel. For if there was first a willing mind, it is accepted. According to what? According to that a man has, whatever you have. And not according to that which he has not. In other words, God knows if he has blessed you and you've been blessed financially, that as you give, that it's according to what you have. Of course, you can't give what you do not have. And the Lord knows that. That's exactly what Paul is saying here. For I mean not that other men be ease and you be burdened, but by an equality, that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want. Not needs, but your wants, your wants and desires, that there may be equality. As it is written, he that hath gathered much had nothing over, and he that hath gathered little had no lack. But thanks be to God, which put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. It's God that puts us in, a, in the heart to give. It's God that puts it in our heart to pray one for another. Be subject one to another. That heart for the love of God that we are constantly provoking the good works in the body of Christ, whichever joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. For indeed, he accepted the exhortation. But being more forward of his own accord, he went unto you, talking about Titus. And we have sent with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches. In other words, we have a good witness. We're doing the will of God, and not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace. What grace? Not only of faith, utterance, knowledge, of diligence, but giving, giving in this grace. They're going out to collect those of there uh, have willingness of heart to give to the ministry of the saints. With us in this grace, Paul said which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and declaration of your ready mind. Avoiding this, that no man should blame us in this abundance, which is administered by us, pro providing for honest things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also on the side of men. When we say we're preaching this gospel, we're not using it to buy houses, lands, and cars, and whatever the case is. It is truly for the cause of the gospel that we have forsaken all to do one thing, to bring this truth to the nations. We need your help. If God deals with you in your heart and you have a ready mind, then the performance of it, God will bless you in this administration of giving and receiving. God's word cannot lie. He cannot deny himself. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Not just a, not in a small measure, a good measure. Well, press down, shaking together. We're going to God's going to give you the utmost blessing He can. Not just a little short measure. You're not going to be rewarded for what you give. You sow in kind, you reap in kind. And this is this grace also. 
You have faith. And as you go and you minister faith, your faith is going to grow from faith to faith. The same is in knowledge. The more you go to him that have shall be given, he'll have the more. Taking heed how you hear. You're growing in the faith and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So also is this ministry of this grace, the fellowship of this grace, which is giving. The giving of your financial support. And we are calling you that if you believe this word, that you help us and we will take it to the nations. We already have over a thousand ministers in Africa alone. India's calling, Pakistan's calling, Philippines is calling, Central America's calling, Managua, Nicaragua, etc., all over the world. And we do not have the finances to do it. Without your help, it cannot be done. For the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Providing those things which are honest in the sight of the Lord and of men, we have sent with them our brother, whom we have oftentimes proved diligent in many things. But how much more diligent upon the great confidence which I have in you. Paul said, I know that you will give. You will you will answer this financial need, knowing that I will boast of you in this, that you will set ministering to the saints your financial, your financial means to help this gospel go forth. He says, whether any do inquire of Titus, he is my partner, fellow, fellow helper concerning you or our brethren be required of. They are messengers of the churches and the glory of Christ. Wherefore, show ye to them and before the churches the proof of your love. Show them that you love. How do you do that? By giving of your finances and of our boasting on your behalf. Paul said, I've boasted that you're going to help. And not only that, show them the proof and sincerity of your love, these ones that I'm sending to you. Chapter 9, he goes on and says, what are the benefits of doing this? And obedience, not only in faith and diligence and knowledge, but also in this ministry of giving and receiving. What what can you expect? We find here in chapter 9, Paul goes on and says, For as touching the ministering to the saints, this gospel of Jesus Christ, it is superfluous for me to write to you. You already know these things. For I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you to them of Macedonia. And that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal have provoked very many. They see you're you're giving, and you're getting blessed. It'll provoke others to do the same. Yea, have I sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this behalf, that as I said, you may be ready. Ready for what? Ready to give, that there be no uh, gathering of the finances and covetousness when he comes, that they'll be a cheerful giver, giving for the cause of Christ. Lest happily, if they of Macedonia come with me and find you unprepared, we, that we say not, you should be ashamed in this same confident boasting. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren 
that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, your offering, but not just a bounty, a good bounty, a, a over and above the call to help this gospel go forth to the ministering of the saints, whereof you had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty of giving and not as of covetousness not coveting, not wanting to hold on to that money. For this I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Now, friend of mine, if you believe this gospel and you say, well, I'll send just a small amount uh, out of necessity, I feel like I should, well, neighbor, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. We would love to see a bountiful reward to you. So if you sow bountifully, you have this promise. What can you expect? To reap bountifully and believe God for that. Sowing in faith as you purpose in your heart to give. Paul is showing us this ministry of giving and receiving, which is a law. You cannot be denied not, we're not talking faith. We're not talking knowledge. We're going in that. But also in this grace also. That we would be able and meet for every good work. Because of this grace that abounds to you in the financial area of giving and receiving. As we see, Paul said, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. Don't think you have a great reward. Because you have not sown with a bountiful heart. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart. If you purpose in your heart, God, I'm going to do all I can to send forth the feet of the ox and the ass. I'm going to send forth the gospel of Jesus Christ. Blessed are the feet that bring forth good tidings. This is the Lord Jesus Christ, his promise. Even as he spoke in Isaiah. The same is true today. This law is the law. Just like the law of gravity. Somebody said, I don't believe in the law of gravity. But you jump off a roof. Regardless if you believe or not, you're going to hit the ground. If you sow, and you sow bountifully, it is a law. You're going to reap bountifully. And we, the saints of God, in the Jesus-only doctrine, need to take and be a partaker of this grace also. That all grace may abound for every good work, because we have given, and we have put our bread upon the waters, and they will return as we have purposed in our heart. There we're asking you to be a partaker of this grace with DBM, with our ministry, to help proclaim this true gospel, the real Jesus to the nations. Paul said, Every man according as he purposed and in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly. Somebody said, well, he's yelling at me and uh, they, they're pressing on me to do that. No, not not grudgingly. Don't give anything grudgingly or of necessity. Well, I feel like I just have to. No, for God loveth a cheerful giver. It is a grace there that's bestowed upon you. That is God has blessed you and you give that he's going to through that sowing of that finances that you gave for the truth, for the real Jesus, that he is going to bless you bountifully. You sow in kind, you reap in kind. 
And so one wants apples. Well, you sow, a, sow an apple seed. And then you're going to bring forth a tree that brings forth many apples. Same thing it soweth bountifully. He's going to reap bountifully. Why do we do that? God is able to make all grace abound toward you. What grace? This grace also of giving and receiving. You sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. But if you sow bountifully, have a cheerful heart, cheerful giver, as you purpose in your heart, then you're going to reap a bountiful harvest. It's going to have that grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things. Somebody said, well, I've lost my job. We have a coronavirus. We've got this. We've got influenzas. We've got COVID-19 that we're having to deal with right now. Friend, God will and always, this word remains true, that you will have all sufficiency, sufficiency in all things. May abound to every good work. Someone said, I'd like to, but I haven't sown. I just don't have it. But friend, whatever you have, according to not which a man has not, but what he has, do what you can, and the Lord will bless you as you purpose in your heart. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. That's how we partake of his righteousness, provoking unto good works, but sending forth, not to hear the word, to do the word, but sending forth that word. Not all, are, not all believers are called to go on the mission field, to go to Africa, to go to India. We are, but we can't go without your help. But the good news is, is that by proclaiming that and sending forth the feet of those that bring forth these good tidings, the gospel, which is the good, good news that by doing so, that you are partaker of that reward also. The souls that we we bring into the kingdom through the Holy Ghost and the convicting power of the Holy Ghost, coming there, repenting, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin and receiving the Holy Ghost, you will receive those stars in your crown. And we not only, not only the ones that go, but those that stay by the stuff, will also divide the spoils equally. You will have the same reward, even though you did not go, but you sent forth the feet of those that did go, and they proclaimed the glad tidings, and you are rewarded with those same souls. Now, he said, uh, you, you've got, you, you have got that righteousness. It will not be for a month or for a year, it remains forever. Your reward forever. For where your treasure is, there is your heart also, where moth and rust does not corrupt, and thieves do not break through and steal. You have that everlasting reward in righteousness in heaven, stored up for you. Now, he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Somebody said, how can I increase the, the fruit of my righteousness? Give. Give to the gospel. We know, God knows that you have need of the things of this. You have the food, clothing, shelter. He knows that. But as God has blessed you, and then you give 
for the real Jesus, for the proceeding word of God, the present truth of the word. Not denominations, not some man's creed, but the real living proof of the gospel of Jesus Christ that's going forth in present truth, the proceeding word of God. You're giving it that you will be blessed. Being enriched, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Watch verse 12. Now this is 2 Corinthians 9 verse 12. For the administration of this service. What does it do? Not only supplieth the want of the saints. Not the need, but the wants of the saints. But is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. Not one, but many. He multiplies that seed that is sown. It is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He causes men to give into your bosom. Whiles by the, ex- the experiment of this ministration, this ministry, this grace, being partaker of this grace of giving, they glorify God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and to all men. And by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. He gave his only begotten son, whosoever believeth him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That monogamous huos, that monogamous theos, the only begotten God. But we have to all pull together in the unity of the faith, in this ministration of the grace of giving, for how shall they go except they be sent? We find there, write it down in Luke 6.38 and claim that promise as you purpose in your heart. You know that you're going to get a bountiful, a bountiful reward. It's going to cause many thanksgivings to God because of this grace ministered to you. Give and it shall be given unto you. What kind of a measure? Maybe God will short it. No, a good measure. How do I know it's good? It's pressed down. It's shaken together and he runs it over. If you walk up to a store and you say, here, here is my cup. I want you to fill it with grain or fill it with some kind of, of uh, a drink. Well, let's say you're going to buy uh, some cornmeal and you walk up to the counter and you said, well, I've given, I've given. So would you please, according to this ministry of giving and receiving, I've given, now give me my receiving what I'm going to receive. And the person behind the counter just throws in a little bit of grain and uh, it's only three quarters full. And you said, well, wait a minute, that, the cup's not full. Well, God says, no, I'm not going to do you that way. I'm going to tell you that I am not only going to fill it, but I'm going to press it down to make sure you get everything you possibly can. I'm going to shake it real good to make sure that there's no space remaining. And then I'm going to run it over. Even after I've pressed it down and I've shaken it together, now I'm going to run it over for you. 
Now, you can't beat a blessing like that. But he will not bless nothing. Nothing times nothing equals nothing. We need your help. God has spoken to me. Those that sent forth this gospel that we are proclaiming to the nations where we need to go will be blessed many, many times over. I am telling you by the grace of God that his word that he cannot lie will bless you, the servants of God, by your giving. Somebody said, well, I don't believe it the same way, but Brother Beard, I believe that if we give, that God will bless us. Well, I guarantee you, according to the word of God, you give to this ministry, God will bless you. You need more sales, you need more of this, you want to abound in that grace, then do so. God will bless you. He cannot deny his word. You'll see also that when you're, you're believing the Lord God in doing the will of God and sending forth the feet of the ones that proclaim that gospel, you'll see that Isaiah said in Isaiah 52, verse 7, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of them that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, the gospel of peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. The watchmen shall lift up the voice, and the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. You'll be rejoicing not only in the present truth and God blessing you with your cup running over, but in that day, in that day of the Lord, that you rejoice because you have been a partaker of that grace. Take a look also, Isaiah 12. He talks about, and I love this scripture. He says, uh, in verse, chapter 32, verse 8, but the liberal devises liberal things. Not, not holding back and stingy and covetousness and coveting things, but the liberal things which that liberal man does, devises. I'm going to help this way. I'm going to help that way. I'm going to minister seed to that sower. I'm going to help that gospel go forth. And by these liberal things shall he stand. It helps you stand in faith. You know that God is rewarded of them that diligently seek him. You know that you're a partaker of this grace also. The grace of giving, the ministration of giving the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he says, rise up, you women that are at ease. Don't be at ease in Zion. Don't say, well, you know, God will take care of old Brother Beard and that team out there. Uh, God will make a way for them. Be a partaker with us. Be a fellowship of this grace. Help us with this word going forth to the nations. People are crying, the ministers are crying, the pastors are crying all over the world for us to come. We can only do it by God's grace and through your bountiful bountiful giving, but it will also bring you a bountiful harvest. He said there, blessed are you that sow beside all waters, that send forth thither the feet of the ox and the ass. Well, that is you 
sending forth the ox there, there where the crib is empty, clean, there's no increase. And increase comes by the strength of the ox. The ox is a burden bearer. It's the one that goes out in the heat of the day and brings this gospel to those nations, to a witness and to all the world. We need your help. And God will bless you. We also have the promise, and we find that in Ecclesiastes, the preacher, the Koheleth. That in Ecclesiastes 11, verse 1, cast thy bread upon the waters. For thou shalt find it after many days. The bread, your, your, your increase, whatever God has blessed you with. As God has blessed you, not to him that hath not what you don't have, but what he has given you and blessed you. Cast that bread upon the waters. Give a portion to seven and also to eight. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. He's given a promise. He's going to increase you with those benefits and food and that you will be able to attend to every good work. We found that in 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, that you are partaker of that grace. He says here that if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south, or toward the north in the place. Now this is giving you that gospel. In the place where that tree falleth, there it shall be. But he talks of, tells us what not to do and what to do. Many people say, well, I can't because I've got this bill coming up. I've got that coming up. Or, you know, it could be this virus or this thing uh, coming on and the economy could be so bad there that I've got to save up for a rainy day. He takes care of that in the next verse and shows you, don't be fearful. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. You won't sow your seed because the north, south, east, and west winds blow upon the earth. And these winds, uh, they hurt the earth. And there's somebody, I may not be able to, to have enough money for this or enough money for that. If you reserve and if you observe that wind, You look at different circumstances. You won't sow. It'll never be a great time that this is a perfect time to sow. It requires sacrifice. And that's the reason why Jesus said of all the men that were giving in the offering and Jesus was looking. And as he observed the widow that only had two mites, just a very short, very small, almost nothing in her offering. But yet Jesus said she gave more than they all because of her penury, of her poverty, she gave, and she gave more than all because she sacrificed. It it was a deep sacrifice for her to give, and Jesus blessed her and said she gave more than all. God will do the same to you, that as you purpose in your heart, you give. So we don't observe the wind. We sow regardless. And he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Well, I can't reap because it may rain and then I'm going to have trouble out there in reaping it. And thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not all the works of God, which maketh all. What are we to do? In the morning, sow thy seed. Sow it. In the evening, withhold not thy hand. 
Keep going morning and afternoon in the evening. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. There the Lord God has promised. Give, and if it shall be given unto you. Not maybe, not if, but give, and it shall be given unto you. What about my cup? Will it be Will it be half full, three-quarters full? No. It'll be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom. That is your heart, the sincerity of your love proved by your giving. We need you. This does it did a spirit on our ministry that God has told us to seal the service of God in their forehead. We have over a thousand ministers in Africa saying, When, Brother Beard, you have God has spoken our name, your name to us. We know we need you to come to our province, our region, our cities, Kampala, Uganda. Uh, many, there's over 25 ministers there. Uh, they're in Tanzania, uh, the DRC, the Dominican Republic of Congo, the Congo, all throughout Africa, Ghana, Kenya. Uh, we cannot reach uh, of all. Uh, it's impossible. Nigeria, Lagos, etc., all over. Uh, not counting under Pradesh, India. We have so many that we cannot reach now. We just don't have the finances. I have told them when as the Lord blesses, and I know he will, that we will come. We need your help. I know God will bless you. I know that this is the time for the season of God in this word going forth in the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus, in the work of the ministry, It's time for the body of Christ coming together, and they are. We just need your help. Consider it. Write to me, Dennis Beard, DennisBeard.org, or SealingGodsPeople.org. We love to hear from you. If you have questions, please contact us, and we will be more than happy to answer your questions. We will also give you an accountability for what we're using these offerings for and where we're going in the souls that we're reaching and the helping the other ministers around the world in this Jesus-only gospel. The true, real Jesus. Not a false trinity doctrine or a binitarian, but a true Jesus doctrine. Believe it in one God, you do well. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Greg saying, the Lord Jesus bless you. Behold the real Jesus and tune into the podcast, SealingGodsPeople.org.